you're listening to Table Chat. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. We're full-time dietitians and part-time pizza slash taco enthusiasts. This is our show where we talk food, nutrition, and whatever else we feel like. So come sit around our table and chat. Because the more you know, the more you can eat. Hey, Erin. Hey. How's it going? Good. Excited for today? I'm feeling thirsty. Feeling thirsty? Interesting. Yeah. Well, first, um, before we get started, we just wanted to remind all of our listeners about a small way that you can help support Table Chat. We have recently become a part of Amazon's associate program, where if you click um, a product's Amazon link on our website and you purchase the item through our direct link, we get a very small percentage back to support our show. Um, We have monthly costs for hosting and publishing the show to iTunes, as well as costs for recording equipment and, of course, ingredients for recipes. And any small amount helps us continue to produce our fun show for you and keep it totally free. So by using those direct links, it'll cost you nothing. Your Amazon page will look exactly the same. And it allows you to, again, use your current personal shopping account. You don't have to create a new account. The only difference is Amazon will send us a small kickback. And your shopping remains totally anonymous. And um, yeah, it's a win-win for all of us. Yeah. So if you could please consider using that, it would be a big help to our show. And now um, back to back to the episode, right? Okay. <laughs> Today we are talking about personalities. Yay. I actually love talking about this. I'm always intrigued to hear like how others perceive their own personalities and observe how we all interact out in the world. So today we'll be sharing our results from some online personality tests, as well as talking about the positive and negative sides to our own personalities, (laughs) how we've grown over time, the personalities of our significant others, and the dynamic that creates in a relationship, and what gets on our nerves. But first, as Erin hinted, let's drink. Today, we have both made a mocktail that represents our respective personalities to share with one another. And yes, (laughs) mocktails, because no one needs us drunk on this show. Nope, we're already I know, already dead sober, we've tried to rap. Erin, you have self-started an occasional comedy hour full of dad jokes. (laughs) Ayo. And I have peed my pants at least twice that we have, like, volunteered to mention. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but you guys can feel free to add alcohol yourself to these as you see fit. Erin, <laughs> let's start with what you made. And I'm kind of like dropping this on you as a surprise. <laughs> I want you to name your cocktail, not like okay. what the actual traditional drink name is. You have Ooh. to come up with a name, uh, what's in it, of course, and then why you think it reflects who you are. Ooh, okay. Okay, this is interesting. So let's call my drink... A... <laughs> Can I have at least one of the ingredients in it or no? Oh, yeah, no, you, okay. yeah. Okay, let's call it a pear, the pear ginger quirk. The pear ginger quirk? Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. So what else is in it? Okay, so basically it is a mix of, we have pear juice, we mm-hmm. have ginger nutmeg, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of like boil that all together. You make like kind of a syrupy syrup syrup out of it. <laughs> and as you can see, I've made loads of drinks in my day. Um, um, and then um, I have sparkling soda on top of it. 
And then I've taken some crystallized ginger, chopped it up into little pieces, and it's at the bottom. And then there's a little slice of pear on the side. Yeah, no, it looks like literally you would get this in a restaurant. Oh, well, thanks. I hope it tastes that way. (laughs) Yeah, let's try it and then um, talk about why it reflects who you are. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Can you get any of it? No, I can taste the ginger. Mm -hmm. So there's probably a little bit more at the bottom, but yeah, I do like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so why does this reflect who you are? So I chose this one because, well, first of all, I do love pears, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get to my like personality traits. So I called it that because, okay, it's understated. It's kind of sweet with a hint of spice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of classic, but also slightly quirky, like maybe something you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Um, and hints of my favorite season, which is fall. So. Oh, cool. We're in summer right now, but you could make this in the fall with seasonal pears. Um, I almost said smooth as one of my descriptions, <laughs> but let's be real. I'm not that smooth of a human being. I have breakfast on my shirt. I have <laughs> done too full much. Of dad jokes. Dad jokes galore. So <laughs> cheers to that. Cheers. I will drink to that. It looks very pretty. It has, it almost is like an ombre effect. Mm-hmm. Like up at the top towards where the ice cubes are floating, it's lighter. And as you get down where the ginger is sunk down, it's mm-hmm. like this really beautiful amber color. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And you have a nice little pear garnish yeah. on the side. Yeah. Very impressive. So I like it. I think I would probably make it again. No, I would too. Yeah, and we get to sip on this and one other drink in particular for yeah. the rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I have been staring at your drink for the past few minutes, and it's so cute. Thank you. So I'll explain what I have. I still haven't thought of a name. Um, This is a mojito with nectarine, white nectarine, and blackberries, two of my favorite fruits ever. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's call it a... On the spot. You made it up. I know. This was my doing. I know. (laughs) Let's call it a... Do it, do it. A whoa, hito. A whoa. <laughs> Cheers to that. Thanks. All right. <laughs> okay, should we try it and then I'll keep talking? Okay. Oh, and there's a little sugar rim. This is so cool. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I like this. I really like this. Mm. I feel like I'm getting a snack as well. Well, there's a lot of fruit in it. <laughs> so, what I did was I, for the first time in my life, muddled um skinned white nectarines a handful of blackberries some mint like stomp 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 Mm -hmm. um with some sugar and i use the tamarindo sugar is that how you say it oh yeah yeah yeah. so it actually i read about it had like a light caramel flavor it said it does Mm -hmm. so kind of just like livens it up and it's a little coarse so that helps with like the muddling Mm mm-hmm you dump the fruit mixture into a cup over ice, and I used sparkling mineral water because I don't know the difference between like tonic water and like we club a, soda. We had a big long discussion. Yeah, I was like, so does this work? You're like, sure, whatever. <laughs> you bought it already. Um, okay, so <laughs> I actually, I really like mojitos. I think they're like the drink on a menu that's like safe, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit. Like you're like, oh, that'll just taste good every time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking like, oh, a mojito, a mojito's like 
like <laughs> refreshing and cool. I read something online. I actually took a liquor.com what cocktail represents you quiz. Oh yeah, I did that too. And I got mojito, so I think I was on track. Oh, funny. Um, and then it said on there like, you have an infectious effervescence and you help others around you chill out. But then I read another <laughs> blurb online. This is my favorite. <laughs> it says, and I quote, oh, right. You. A bartender's worst nightmare. <laughs> you had this drink once outside at a Cuba-themed co- cookout, and it was awesome. And you're right, it was awesome. But it is winter now, and the mint leaves aren't fresh, and the bartender has to sit here and muddle this thing while everyone around you shoots you in the face with their eyes. <laughs> you also own many Jody Picoult books. <laughs> All of this evidence says about me is I think I'm cool, but maybe I'm not. But honestly, really, like I had a lot of fun creating this. I picked two of my favorite fruits. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think similar to like when you see it on a menu, maybe you're like not used to drinking a lot or like alcohol is really strong for you. Like a mojito is like very safe. It makes you feel very welcome. It is, yeah. Which I think I can be good at. And it's good with or without alcohol. And this and this is so fun. Like literally, this is such a cute. It looks like a little party it's in a, a glass. Yeah, it's a party fruit salad snack, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the mint comes through. Like it's just oh, it's so good. Right. You know, and I'll say, I'm actually not the biggest drinker, but I do like things that are like very fruit based. So like mm-hmm. this is fruity. Pears is fruity. fruity. Pears is fruity. Pears is fruity. Pears are fruity. <laughs> English is F is a really, really great hobby of mine. That's okay. Dad jokes are universal, right? <laughs> oh. Okay. Was yours pretty easy to make? Um, well, you made part of it here in, in the kitchen. I did, yeah. I think it was kind of like a two-step process. Honestly, you just took a bunch of ingredients together and you made the syrup. And mm-hmm. that just took some boiling and then you let it cool and then you take out the fresh ginger, and that was kind of it. And then you put ice cubes, and I just added other fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you could literally do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. could add a sugar rim. You could put it in a cool glass. Mm-hmm. Um, very easy. I would probably make it again. Mm-hmm. I would make mine, too. What about yours? Was I, it easy? It was pretty easy. Honestly, it came together really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was sitting over here, and you were, like, muddling away. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, too, was I did make a sugar rim on mine, which is the first time I've ever made any sort of... Oh my god. Rimmed thing on a glass. And I literally just dipped the rim of the glass in a little bit of lime juice and then dipped that in a plate of sugar. It was so easy mm-hmm. and it like totally looked really fancy. Yeah. So I have a new way to trick all my friends into thinking I'm like super cool. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. As cool as a mojito. A whoa-hito. <laughs> a whoa-hito. <laughs> <laughs> would you give your drink, you know, how would you rate it? Let's see. I think because it was my first time making it, I'll probably give it, I'll give it a five. I'll give myself a five. That's very nice of you. What about you? How would you rate yours? I would also give mine a five. Yeah. I think it would be really easy to add alcohol to it. Rum is rum is usually mm-hmm. a, in a mojito. So yeah, um, if you have that on hand, you yeah. can adult status it up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like this is kid friendly, like cookout friendly. Right. It's awesome. Cool. Cool. So let's keep drinking <laughs> let's these, man. Drink to that. Let's move on to our personalities. There are tons of personality quizzes out there, as well as 
we've found, tests to find out what your productivity tendencies are and so forth. So Erin and I both took the 16 personalities quiz online. Actually, we highly recommend it. It's Mm -hmm. the traditional Myers-Briggs test, but it's really quick. It gives a great comprehensive rundown at the end, and it's completely free. You don't even have to type in, like, your email if you don't want to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So we're dying to share our results with all of you, which we've already shared with one another, but obviously we've yet to tell you, and we think you guys might die a little bit. (laughs) First, though, let's talk about our favorite things about each other's personalities. So you can go ahead and talk about how great I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well... No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, Rachel, I think you're very, you're very down to earth. Um, you're so creative. You're incredibly creative, and I love that. Um, super easy to work with. I mean, we have a podcast together, mm-hmm. and you're a great baker. I think those cookies were damn good. <laughs> and you can honestly make a really mean mocktail. So yeah, yeah. whoa, he took. <laughs> Well, I feel, Erin, that you're very loyal, you're very Aww. kind, Thanks. you're extremely approachable. Actually, um, when we were interns, um, you were working at an event that my mom was at, and she had heard that you were in the same intern pr- program as me, oh, yeah. and she's like, I just felt like I could go up to her and say hi, and like Aww. ask if she knew who you were. So, so cute. Yeah, you're really, really approachable, you're easy to get along with. And you're a total boss lady. Like, you get your shit done. And you get it done right the first time. Thanks. That's why you have your own business and you're doing great. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but back to those results we promised. Erin, mm-hmm. would you like to do the honor of sharing? I will, yeah. So when I took the test, uh, I am an INFP. So this is like 4% of the world's population, supposedly. And my personality is described on the site as being poetic, kind, and altruistic, always eager to help a good cause. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah, and I feel like I can too. <laughs> what about you? I am an INFJ. Ooh. So we are only off guys in the last letter. Yeah. And as it turns out, I didn't know this until I researched. Yeah. This is the most rare personality in the general population. We make up only about 1.5%. Wow. Uh, As you called me earlier, a rare bird. Yes. (laughs) But what do these letters mean? Um, Described on the site, this personality is quiet and mystical. Yes. Sorceress. (laughs) You, You typed this part for me, so I didn't know. Yet very inspiring and tireless idealist. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I, yeah, I can see that in you. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. So there are actually 16 different personality types that the Myers-Briggs test uses. So there's eight different letters, and then a personality that you have is made up of a combination of like four letters. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people can have traits of all eight different letters, actually. Okay. Yeah, so let's kind of run through like what the, what the letters actually mean. Mm-hmm. So um, there's extrovert versus introvert. Um, but that's the I part that we both had, which tended towards introversion, which is how we gain our energy. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one is sensing versus intuitive. So this is the N part. Yes. <laughs> yes, the N, which is the intuitive. I always get confused with I that one. I do too. I do too. Yeah. So we both tended toward intuition, which is how we take in information. 
we see the big picture, abstract thinkers, inventive. Okay. Um, the next one is thinking versus feeling. So we both had feeling. Yes. Um, and this is uh, this is mainly how we make decisions. So maybe we decide with our heart, empathetic, driven by emotions, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this last one, this is where we differed. Differ. So this is the judging versus perceiving. So I got judging. Right. And, and you got perceiving. perceiving. And this is our lifestyle preference. So I'll, I'll, I'll go off of what perceivers are. So. Uh-huh. Perceivers are, they prefer their world to be maybe open-ended and find that having plans is maybe stifling. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I am driven crazy by people like you because I'm like, we need a plan, right? You need structure. How are we supposed to take action if there are no steps, you know? Right. And I will say I tend to be more of a laid-back planner, but I still, I love planning. Mm -hmm. I like having a to-do list. I can easily get distracted if there's like a lot of chaos in a day and there's nothing like okay like but what are we doing next you know what I mean right right yeah yeah and within each of those different categories you can have different percents like how strongly are you introverted like how strongly are you like a perceiver and that's actually something we haven't shared oh yeah you want to go yeah sure (laughs) okay hang on let me um there might be some light clicking because I've got to get to mine. Okay, are you ready to go over? I'm ready. Okay, so what percentage introverted are you? 52%. Shut up. Is that what you have? No, I'm 52% introverted, 48% extroverted. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. See, isn't that interesting though that it's like very, very close? Yeah, no, it's almost right there in the middle. Yeah, okay. What about... um, Energy? mm Mm-hmm. So... What percentage intuitive are you intuitive i'm 66 percent. okay i'm 72 percent. really mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. what about feeling i am 58 percent feeling really okay 67 mm-hmm. percent. oh higher yeah interesting and i think these these next two are not necessarily i think they combine to make the last letter perhaps okay. i think so too yeah so um what percentage of like like you were perceiving, but yeah. on here it says like prospecting. Yeah, which is like planning, decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fifty six percent prospecting. Wow, I am eighty seven percent judging. <laughs> no. Yeah. Wow. So that's like a pretty big difference that's between huge. us. That's huge. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean that explains some things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a good balance. It really we'll, does. We'll talk yeah. about how the, those differences balance each other out. It's friends, true. Yeah. Co-hosts. You need that balance. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So interesting. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then we also took the popular four tendencies quiz online, mm-hmm. which is by Gretchen Rubin from her book, Better Than Before. And it helps explain like your habits and your productivity and there are four different tendencies mm-hmm. as the name would suggest. <laughs> you can either be an upholder, a questioner, an obliger, or a rebel. Mm-hmm. And when I took the quiz, I am a mix of an upholder and an obliger. Interesting. And okay. what are you? I'm a mix of an obliger and a rebel. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So actually, so obliger is like right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like we meet 
outer expectations, but we can really struggle to meet the expectations we impose on ourselves. Oh, yeah. Which totally makes sense. Like, I've thought about, like, my own blog. Like, Mm -hmm. it is, like, completely self-imposed deadlines, Mm -hmm. um, topics, stuff like that. And when no one else is counting on me to produce that, it's easy for that to fall, I think. Right, But, like, with this podcast, when you're here expecting Mm -hmm. it as well, like, there's no question that I'll do it, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. And I feel the exact same way, and it's always kind of... I guess for the past couple of years, it's fascinating to me that I've actually been able to like make a living working on my own with self-imposed <laughs> deadlines because I kind of think it comes down to maybe, maybe there's like the other external, there's like an external motivator of like, maybe I'm helping people, but also maybe I'm getting paid for it at the same time. Right. So I don't know. It's, but I, yeah, with the podcast, I do... I do really, I think we do well together because Mm -hmm. we're keeping each other accountable. Right. Always. Well, and I think what's interesting is we're completely, like we share middle ground, Mm -hmm. but our extreme ends are opposite. So like we are both willing to meet the outer expectations. Oh yeah. But then when you flip, like the rebel in you doesn't like any expectations, whether self-imposed or like given in a work environment. No, not at all. And the upholder for me is like, I can keep goals for myself as equally well as I can keep goals other people set for me right so I think that helps balance each other out like Mm -hmm. definitely I feel between the two of us I can be like we need to get a google doc and we need to make this list and we need to do this you got it in like five seconds (laughs) and then though (laughs) like when I start to get overwhelmed you can kind of step in and be like hey like let's keep this going like you're good at keeping things going right right Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, so now we kind of know like about our habits and stuff, but overall, like what do you feel is the best part of your own personality? Ooh, okay. Um, I think I, I like the fact that I can empathize with others very well. Like, and I love, I'm, I've been told that I'm a really good listener. So I could I sit and I just, I like having a conversation with someone um, and just kind of getting to know what's going on in their life. Um, I think I'm creative, a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes because I don't have a plan sometimes, <laughs> most times <laughs> it um, can kind of lead to like maybe some sp- spontaneous stuff that I do that maybe is fun or different. So, okay. What about you? Right. Well, that your personality type definitely shines through in that. And I think with mine too, like I've put... I'm really reliable, I'm loyal, I'm very honest, mm-hmm. I'm very passionate and very creative, and I wrote, oh, I yeah. can I can make things happen. Oh, yeah. Not like magic tricks or anything like that, <laughs> but maybe if I practiced. Mm-hmm. But like, again, like if someone says that they're expecting something, I'll do it. Oh, and yeah. And it's never late. You know what I right, mean? Right, right. Erin, on the flip side, what's the most challenging part about your personality? For you. What do you mean? There's nothing. Oh, nothing? Oh, well, then we'll just go straight to me. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> um, I think with my personality sometimes, so I am on that introverted side, which I think that a lot of the time the general public takes that to mean as if you are shy. I think so too. Yeah. But honestly, no, it just, sometimes I'm just quiet and it doesn't mean I don't have anything to say or I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It usually means that I'm like thinking and I'm like formulating something in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, This was always an issue in school, I felt when I was a kid. 
sometimes like you know when the teacher would be like looking around to see who they're gonna call uh-huh. and they call on you and you're like i don't know what to say you know, like, <laughs> i haven't thought about it um so yeah i i think that's just that kind of thing um challenging other parts are sometimes i don't have a plan and i have to like fully admit that to myself and when i don't have a plan i need to get in action mm-hmm. so i will i'll talk about this actually um maybe later on but like i was a different personality in the myers-briggs before me too so part of me feels like do i have two different personalities in my head (laughs) yeah is that psychotic yeah (laughs) (laughs) well and that's something really interesting that i've struggled with too in my own personality what i've felt to be challenging is it took me a while to realize how introverted i really am oh yeah i get really i can easily get overwhelmed in social situations even though I'm having a good time I can just start to feel irritated and like anxious a little bit Mm -hmm. um (laughs) actually I finally had this epiphany almost like less than a year ago that I truly am an introvert um I said to AJ's roommate I was like oh my gosh I'm not a bitch I'm just an (laughs) introvert he was like what (laughs) it finally I realized like I've always thought like not wanting to stay at social engagements for long or like wanting to be alone, like being fine with being home alone for a night. I thought that that meant maybe I was rude or mean or I didn't want to interact with people. No. But what I realized is while I enjoy people and I like getting ready for events, I need to recharge alone and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And so that's definitely can be a challenging part of my personality is one, just like that sensory overload and how I really do need to recharge just me right and then also just like the challenge of learning who you are over time oh yeah like you start to realize things about yourself which I did like several years ago think like maybe sometimes I'm just mean you know (laughs) but no it's actually if I'm being mean to you you think it's probably just because I need to go home and watch Netflix (laughs) she needs some chill time (laughs) So, so just kind of like running off of that, like how has your personality changed over time? Oh, yeah. Well, when I was a kid, I definitely I definitely was more shy. And I think that's kind of where that's followed me for a long time, for a lot, a lot of my life. So like I, I'll meet, I'll be with family members who, you know, they know you from when you're a kid. And they're just like, oh, you've changed. Or mm-hmm. like, oh, you're more, you know, outgoing. And I think that just comes with time and just with having work and life and experiences um I sometimes do uh get energized like being with others so perhaps I'm more slightly and en- more extroverted than I thought mm-hmm. so but back when I took the Myers-Briggs uh in college like very early on in college I think I took it twice maybe a year in between and I was an INTJ um which was interesting to me because like I said before, when I'm like in that boss lady mode, like when I have to make a plan and make decisions, I really do think that the T and the J come into play because like you start to plan, I start to plan. I got to admit, I got to be on track. I have deadlines. I have to self-impose them on myself and, um, I need to make a decision. So I think just balancing the two with the Myers-Briggs, I think I, I don't think it's just black and white always, so that's why I feel like, well, maybe I'm just a good blend of them when I need to be mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about, how has yours changed? Well, actually, I took this very same test, the 16 personalities test, also in college. Yeah. And I got 
ENFP. Really? So that means the first and the last letter are different now. Mm-hmm. And I actually asked AJ, I said, did I used to be more fun and outgoing and now I'm like a homebody and super boring? <laughs> and, and he says like, well, look at the time that you originally took the quiz. Uh-huh. And I looked back, okay, so I'm working at a big university, dealing with lots of incoming freshman students, right. getting them hyped to be at college. I was working for two different food companies. I was having to network and mingle a lot. I was also, you know, trying to get into a dietetic internship. Mm -hmm. I was trying to like schmooze a little bit, make connections. And so I had to utilize that part of my personality. I Mm -hmm. had to kind of break out of my shell a little bit. So maybe it's not so much that I was like answering the, the quiz dishonestly or that like I was answering as I wished I was. Right. But at that time, that was the more dominant part of my personality. Because exactly right, yeah. right. Like I, I do still enjoy being with groups of people, and I definitely don't shy away from the spotlight. I actually do enjoy sometimes being the center of attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, especially now as I'm like getting further into adulthood, like it's become like more necessary to make more plans, and I'm realizing I'm really good at that, and I enjoy it, mm-hmm. and yeah, just kind of like settling back into. Who you, personality. Yeah, and who yeah. you are. Well, yeah. I've always heard that as you grow older, you become more of a concentrated version of your true self. So oh. like you just become, your personality traits become a little bit more heightened, I guess. I see. Interesting. So we had our significant others also take the quiz and I'm really interested in how different personalities impact a serious relationship. So <laughs> I'll talk first. Um, so AJ is an ENFP, which hilariously is the result that I got oh, in college. That's right. Oh my mm-hmm, God. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we are, again, like off in two different categories right now, the first and the last. So he tends to be more extroverted than me mm-hmm. and he tends, tends to be more spontaneous than me. Yeah. And I would completely agree with this and I've seen it how it plays in our relationship (laughs) um I tend to want to plan things out more and he is like way more happy to just show up somewhere even like a different country and just see how it goes oh my god like he planned an entire backpacking trip to Europe in like a matter of a couple days no and I wouldn't even say planned I use that term generously (laughs) he just kind of showed up and he's like I'll just figure out stuff to do when I'm there and I'm like what right how? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my brain can't even fathom. Like, and, and I've said before, like, I, I'm a more laid-back planner. But even so, like, m- my most recent big trip I went on, I think, was to Seattle. And I was like, I want to at least know, like, a handful of restaurants I want to eat at. And, like, this day I'm going to be in this part of, like, the city, so why don't I do these things? Right. And then, like, I'm cool to walk around from there and just explore. Yeah. But I want to have, like, the base set. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's how I've seen our relationship play out. <laughs> wow. Okay. How about you? So, Jason is an INTJ, which is the one that I sometimes identify with. I feel okay. when I need to be. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, and it's so we're off in two different categories, the feeling and the um I'm a perceiver and he's a judger. So he's he a plans thinker, more than he's you. a feeling. He's more of a planner at times and he's definitely more of a the thinker. So I, I really do think that we're a good foil for each other because 
a lot of the time like he brings up so many different sides to a topic or maybe something that we're discussing that I hadn't thought about, but also the same for him. And he says it all the time. Like I'm way more empathetic towards things than he is. Mm -hmm. And so I think we're kind of like, I'm kind of like the softer foil and he's a little bit more of like, let's, let's really think about this and make a good decision about it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it, but sometimes it does get hard because like, I think with the perceiving part, like I definitely want to make decisions and not really have to have a plan for it. And sometimes I like, I do like to have a plan, but a very soft one. And maybe it's just like, a, <laughs> we, we're going to go to this place and then we'll walk all around it and figure out what we're going to do, which sometimes can lead to like disappointment mm-hmm. of like not being able to do all you wanted to do. Yeah. So I think he sees that happening in the future and he's like, well, to prevent that, let's have a plan so we kind of play off each other that's how aj and i are as well Mm -hmm. yeah like there's been um trips that we've gone on where i thought too like my plan will make for the best vacation or whatever you know right and like for instance we had gone up to flagstaff and i had a list of things that i wanted us to do and one was like to go to the lowell observatory which is up there um and then I decided, though, I was like, I really need to, like, let go a little bit, you know? <laughs> so I was like, we'll keep the night open. Mm-hmm. And, of course, then, like, AJ's personality got to take over, and we got to, like, look around and just do whatever we felt like doing next. And we right. had such a fun evening. We went to, like, this fundraising drag show. Oh my God. There was, like, a Lady Gaga impersonator. Like, it was so fun. Right. And... I think if we had just relied on me, we probably would have, like, gone to dinner somewhere and then, like, just kind of hung out and not really explored. Yeah. That's actually what Jason has said. When we went to, um, when we went to Seattle, um, in Seattle, Vancouver last year, uh, we, Jason's the planner, of course, so he, like, had places that he, that I had said that I want to go. So he would say, we'll, we'll plan it out. Yeah. But, um, I think... For so long, he's like, for so long, I feel like I would do like X, Y, Z and not really see the in-between parts. So those gray areas, I mm-hmm. guess. There's a lot of metaphors I'm using all in one. <laughs> Grays. <laughs> Grays, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. So, um, so yeah, I think it's like being able to have a person in your life that can sh- expand your horizons a little bit. It's yeah. very helpful. I think sometimes, too, to find someone that helps bring out those sides of yourself that maybe aren't exercised as much Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. like my past my past personality (laughs) but when I was more extroverted I mean of course I was meeting more people at that time I was having different and new experiences because I was networking more and I think AJ helps me do that like definitely we have met lots of interesting people done Mm -hmm. lots of interesting things because AJ's able to take more initiative of saying hello sometimes yeah yeah right right. like when I'm ready to go home and like veg out and like have my introvert time he's (laughs) like no let's stay out for a little bit longer and it helps push me in that direction a little bit oh good wow well it sounds like this is a good thing to have in a relationship someone who understands you (laughs) yeah so maybe maybe take a personality test with your significant other yeah let us know yeah Lastly, before we get out of here, what gets on your nerves? (laughs) And actually, we found an awesome resource that we'll link to 
that goes um, personality type by personality type and lists common stressors that usually get that personality spinning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So do you want to go first on what the stressors are for like an INFP? Oh, yeah, sure. So some of the stressors are um, mundane work, (laughs) um, being met with criticism, feeling rushed, um, like people who are just openly disrespectful, negativity, uh, crowds. This is actually one. Oh my god, I can totally attest to this. Too many the people. Crowds? Yeah, lots of crowds. So you probably don't do good at like a Black Friday sale. No. Neither do I. Like I get like, panicky. Overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Overwhelmed. For sure. um, decisions. It's like bold. <laughs> it's like the bold thing on here. Decisions. Um, someone who shuts down my ideas. Um, unclear expectations and routine. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then that makes your job. It's interesting that your job you have to be so like self sufficient. But it eliminates that like mundane work and like that routine. Because I mean, it your really days does. look different day to day. They do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, okay, so, well, some of the ones that I relate to that are on this little diagram are conflict, <laughs> loudness, negativity, um, being misunderstood. One that I relate to so much is let's go around the room and share when you're Ooh. at like an orientation or a training meeting oh does your heart start to yes. race all of a sudden i can't hear what anyone else is saying even something as simple as let's go around the room everyone say your name and like your favorite color <laughs> i can't focus on anything else except what's my name and what's my favorite color is that my oh favorite my color gosh, i can't even think are you sure too much pressure. I hate it. Like, I, it's funny because I actually, like I've said, I don't mind being in the spotlight. I, I like presenting. I like teaching and educating. Right. And so I don't have a problem speaking yeah. in public, but if it's on the spot like that, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I like cannot think. Yeah. Um, something else I put, this is not on the diagram, but this is me personally. Yeah. I hate mall kiosk workers. Oh, do you mean like the people like who are the like, people are like you want a sample? Oh. oh my gosh. Because then as soon as they're like, and do you have a minute? And I'm like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> I'm nice. So I want to just like, I feel for them. Like they're in a job where this right. they have to do this. They right. probably have quotas of like people they have to talk to and sales and stuff like that. But uh, I, I don't want to be on the spot having to talk to somebody like that. <laughs> Oh, I hate can I, it. Can I give you my strategy? What? What do you so, do? This is like one of the rare times that I plan ahead. So, okay. <laughs> so if, if I see one in the distance, like I will whip out my phone uh-huh. and I will put it up to my face. Look busy. Yeah. Or I just, or I simply just like walk past them and don't give them the time of day. I or see. I'm just like, I'm fine. Or cool. Right. I, I've tried to walk on the outskirts, like mm-hmm. even like up against like the store <laughs> window like, front. I'm like, wait, like wait, I'm not here. I am invisible. But like, like the octopus <laughs> in Finding Dory. Yes, or like um crunk on the Emperor's new groove. Oh my god. Like, wait, wait. And like people are walking by him like we can see you. You're not like hiding. Uh, <laughs> Another thing for sure is um clutter really drives me crazy yeah which we've talked about we have that's yeah. a common a commonality mm-hmm. sure. yes thank you so much for joining us and if you would like to send us a recipe maybe a favorite mocktail that you have feel free to contact us mm-hmm. yeah if you have any questions whether they 
have to do with food or nutrition or personality or relationship advice. <laughs> we are pros. Super pros. Yeah. Or if you just want to chat with us, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, and you can reach us multiple places. So on Facebook, you can we are there. <laughs> Yes, we are. (laughs) We are there as The Table Chat Show. Um, Twitter, Instagram, both places. There we are, at Table Chat Show. Our email is heytablechat at gmail.com. And our website, you can always find us there. And you can find all the recipes that we ever share on the show. Including today's mocktail recipes. Mocktails, uh, links to all of those personality quizzes. Mm -hmm. Everything and anything you can find on tablechatshow.com. Um, and yeah, uh, that's about it. Yeah, also, no, yeah. But yeah. oh, but also, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave us reviews. Yes, if we you love. Feel like it. If, if you, yeah, if you love us that much, um, please leave a, re- a review, and this actually helps other people find us, which means a bigger community and more friends for all of us to have. Yes. So thanks so much for chatting with us around our kitchen table. Now go away, go live. Go do your thing. Go take a personality test. Go avoid mall workers. <laughs> <laughs> and catch us next time on Table Chat, the show that's... <laughs> Put on the spot. <laughs> Currently in- introverting. <laughs> yes, the show that can't think of anything. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's I feel like yours is grown up. Like, you like go to a fall little get together at some schwanky office party, and you'll be like, I'll take the pear cork, please. The pear cork. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, at one point, so you were talking, and this fruit slung on my face, and I was like, please don't see my face, because I knew you were like on a roll talking, and I was like, if she looks over, she'll die, because I literally look like a child. I would be the slowest bartender, though. <laughs> this drink took me... I mean, it came together easily, but I couldn't do this on the fly if, like, five people were ordering drinks at me. No, no. And, like, you'd have to do the thing where you, like, flip the bottles and stuff. Mm. Could you do that? No. No. I'd, I'd make a mess. Crash and burn. Mm-hmm. But it's sweaty. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, wait. That's you. You say that oh, part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you We're enjoying us or joining us? What the hell? I said joining us. No. <laughs> ah! Can we start over. Sorry, okay, my okay. bad. It's okay. It's okay. We would love to feature more listener recipes. Um, just uh, no, we don't really want to. So. <laughs> I can't recover quickly. Okay.